This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. You betray the law! You betray the law! You betray the law! Hey oh! Hello! We're back! Welcome, welcome to the dreadful cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. My name is PK. <laughs> and I was doing uh, some last minute research, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's quite alright. And uh, welcome to episode, I think we're at six right now? Yeah, episode six. Yeah, this is episode six. Uh, We are discussing and reading through uh, the, reading, react to, and reviewing the original uh, Judge Dredd case files, the original progs, issues 13 through 15. We are currently neck deep in the Robot Wars. The first first multi-part story where, yeah. We're about what? Um, a little more or less than halfway through? I would say we're about halfway through, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, when last we met and discussed, uh, ro- uh, the robot leader, Call Me Kenneth, <laughs> yep, 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 uh, had taken over Cybocomp uh, Industries, their uh, factory. That was his headquarters. That was his headquarters. He had captured Judge Dredd and his uh, faithful sidekick, uh, Walter the Walter. robot, Walter the, the robot, robot. Uh, and he had captured them, and he had promised Judge Dredd that he was going to turn him into a living robot. Yeah, that was a huge fucking cliffhanger to stop on. That's a that's a big demand to make. Like, yeah, I don't even know what that entitled. Does entails. that technology exist? Like, they have uh, infinite youth technology. They have immortality banned. Banned. They have uh, skywalks. Oh my god! Should be banned. Uh, I think it was walkiesies. Walkies. Walkiesies. Walkies, you're right. Should be absolutely banned. Now, were those walkies over there? In the, like the surface level, or were they like a hundred feet? They up? were on surface level. Okay, that's some. I mean, if it was like a hundred feet up, that's even worse. I mean, you're gonna be dead regardless. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna kill you no matter what it does. Um. So, starting off here, we're gonna be going into issue thirteen. Now, like I said last time. This is a huge shift for us. Um, the Robot Wars, specifically, I looked this up uh, today, um, and one thing that, about Judge Dredd that we're going to discuss is that the artist regularly shifted on occasion um, mm-hmm. to a couple different ones. The biggest name was Carlos Esquera, who was was the original artist, more or less, for the concept designs of Judge Dredd. Um, I don't believe he was working on it when it first came out, but he eventually wound up working on it again. However, the name that we're going to want to pay attention to here is Mike McMahon. McMahon? Okay. Uh, Mahon? I don't know. I'm going to say McMahon. Um, yeah, it's McMahon to me. Yeah, McMahon. Um, this is going to be his early work that we're going to see here. Okay, and was and, he famous for doing Dread? Ooh, this is very yeah. different. This, this is what oh, yeah, he's famous for. we talked about for. this. Yeah, it's this really heavily inked, really dark shaded... Um, cross-hatching in the background. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of detail work and a lot of dark, bold lines everywhere. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, I'd never disliked Judge Dredd's art, mm-hmm. but I really like this uh, more than what I liked. Yeah. Um, it is unfortunate that uh, he, he gets... I believe Mike McMahon does two, uh, two of the Robot Wars, and they are not consecutive. Okay. So this is going to be a kind of a one-off, but there's some really interesting stuff going on. In, I took probably the least amount of notes I've taken for any issue this issue. Oh, so we got to ad-lib a lot, is what you're saying. Well, it's more along the lines of, like, there's... There's just so much to get into? 
we'll, we'll, oh, we'll see. So, we'll okay, see. yeah, we'll see what you mean. So start off, we have our our Judge Dread title. Oh card man, I do like this splash panel. Yeah, go go ahead, describe what you see. If you okay, like. okay. So we have Calvin Kent leading, like showing off his base to Judge Dread, who is in chains. And there are various robots all around doing various. This one's mopping, um, doing various. You That's know, Walter, in fact. Oh shit! It is. <laughs> they got Walter running a mop. So they can't the Judge Dread and Walter. Judge they put in chains, like, okay, you're the new janitor, though. Yeah. You, you get a job. Okay. Why do they even have to mop? They're not spilling food. I, I mean... Oh, I, I guess they might spill oil, because they still run on oil. Some... We're going to get to that, okay. also. But, like, the the background, this entire yeah. page... There's, like, machines and robots on floating platforms. Circuits. It's everything. It's okay, crazy. This, this in particular looks reminiscent of something we will see much later on. I'm thinking... Uh, I know very little about him, except his appearance... Judge Death has, there's a there's a very uh, a frowny well it's actually a smiling face visor or I guess it's a mouth with these these very close vertical lines mm-hmm. looks a bit like Judge Judge Death's helmet interesting and I wonder if McMahon designed Judge Death we'll, we'll, look we'll put up. a pin in that um, I know I also that... I know more about McMahon was he part of the uh, were all the artists and writers from the UK uh, yes so okay well I mean uh, Esquero uh, was Mexican I believe huh. but I'm not a hundred percent certain on everyone else um, okay. Uh, I do know. I will say this: that it's interesting. You should mention that this there's this one robot he's referring to looks very kind of Joker esque. Yeah, slash... it's got a big creepy smile and and these like kind of not the smile doesn't quite reach his eyes. Yeah, it's it's I don't pretty know who, creepy. It's not a face he's making because it's a robot. Someone had to design this monstrosity. Yeah, probably call me Kenneth. <laughs> uh, the ro- the robot itself looks like a giant bullet almost. It does. Um. I don't know what he's doing with his arms, but... Neither do I. It's a really great panel, regardless. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Looks about to backslap this dude. Yeah, it's beautiful art. I, it's, yeah. it's our best art I think we've seen. Um, we have Call Me Kenneth saying something to Judge Dredd, who has been manacled. Yeah. Uh, he says, over here we have one of our best models, Blockbuster 7. Oh. His head unit is actually a one-ton bomb. He is designed to hurl himself at large groups of fleshy humans and then detonate... Messy, but very effective. Okay, so I didn't know they were talking about him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's good art that we picked that thing up, like, immediately, <clears throat> and they were talking about him in the speech bubble. Yep. Um, a, I would really like to touch on the idea of a one-ton bomb. Yeah. What does that mean exactly? It's not megaton, it's mm- just ton. Yeah, um... I don't know, how much is a, t- how much is a stick of TNT... An atom bomb is worth about um, about I think something near a million tons of TNT. How many? T- I'm gonna get on an FBI watch list. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I, I remember that I remember reading that exactly. Like they talked. I was in the history class. That was specifically about Fat Man and Little Boy. Yep. Being millions of tons of TNT, or maybe thousands of tons. I might have. I don't think I got a good answer here either, honestly. Uh, but a TNT stick, uh, generally what? Uh, it contains half one a megajoule. They do megajoules, not tons. Oh, man. So I don't know uh, uh, how many tons. Okay, so a megaton is a measure of force, not weight. Uh, atomic bomb. One million tons of TNT. One million of ton. One million tons of TNT for an atomic bomb. Okay, um, so this is a one-ton bomb. They might be referring to one ton of TNT, so it makes them an atom bomb. I don't. I mean, I don't. I think. Oh, they, this is one ton, not it's one, one million ton. ton. It's, it's one, one million ton. Th- they built something one millionth as strong as an A bomb. Yeah. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's, you know, a misprint or not, but yeah, it's not a yeah. megaton, but it's a, a ton. That's Again, okay. we're deep diving into this. It's too much. We're supposed to, what we're supposed to glean from this it is, is a scary robot bomb. <laughs> You're not meant to deep dive into this the way me and Andy are. <laughs> Labor of love. It's a, Labor of love. <laughs> it's a comic book. Enjoy it. Please don't like be like me and Andy. <laughs> if you want to read the, the, okay. the word bubble down here. All right. Mega City 1. Giant metropolis of the 21st century, where a bloody war is raging between robot and human. On the floor of a vast robotics factory, turning out human de- destruction by the ton, robot leader Call Me Kent displays his new terror machines to his prisoner, Judge Dredd. Oh my god. Uh, and next panel we see Walter being whipped by a robot overseer. Uh, keep at it until your oil break. <laughs> so they have oil breaks. <laughs> he is whipping him. Yeah. They're also, they also talk about a bloody war. It's really bloody on one side. This is true. <laughs> Still blood. Uh, and in this panel, we see a really well-shaded Call Me Kenneth looking quite creepy here. Yeah. With these panels. Normally, he's drawn very, like, flat white and there's what, like a black outline. So these are very emotional uh, faces. Yeah. Um, ro- he, ro- Call Me Kenneth is saying, Robots who do, don't work hard enough are disciplined. Those whips are dipped in corrosive acid. Oh. They leave quite a painful wheel on the casing. But even when they are punished, robots still obey a new law of robotics. Oh, shit. To love, a love, honor, and obey me. Call me Kenneth. So a new law of robotics has been introduced. They've introduced a fourth law of robotics. Yep. Uh, or at despite, least replaced one of them. The, despite being fast and easy with the other three. Yeah. Pretty quick, fast, and easy. more fast and easy. Uh, suddenly, look out below. below! A piece of a robot, like an arm, drops and it lands at Call Me Kenneth's feet and bounces. And we see an overseer robot uh, looking down over some kind of like multi-armed bug-like... They look at like those things from the Matrix. They really do. Like this those, this like whole the, thing is very Matrix, very vibe. It is. It really is. there's some inspiration there. I, I don't know. From the Matrix. From the Matrix got inspiration from this, obviously. Yeah. This came out in 1977, 1978. Remember this. We've, we've referenced uh, Judge Death slash Joker and that stuff. We've referenced Matrix. We're going to be referencing another movie before this This one's out. Awesome. There's a lot of like really interesting imagery in here yeah. that might get recycled. We'll see. Okay. But this bug-like robot with many arms yeah. uh, is saying, Master, sorry, Master, one of my arm joints dropped off. It had gone rusty. To which uh, Call Me Kenneth responds, You fool! You fool! You could have dented my metalwork. Calm down here! And this little tiny robot hops down. He's like a ladybug with, like, all these yeah, he's arms got, and stuff. Yeah, he's got various arms. He's got, like, a shell on his back. And it was, these, these, I like the design for his eyes, though. He looks very menacing, Insect-like. But, yeah. yeah. Um, Call Me Kenneth is, like, lording over him. He, the guy, yeah, he he's doing the like, pose! He's, he's doing the pose! <laughs> he's a judge! He's doing the Judge Dread pose, the power pose. Um... Failing to lubricate your joints is a crime. You know what you must do. But master! Rip your circuits out now. No, please, it won't happen again. Obey. And the, see the little robot. Very well, I must obey. Call me Kenneth Ripping and in, yeah. commit suicide. Yeah, he's, ripping, he's reaching inside his body and just pulling out various chunks of... Like inner parts of his circuitry. Like, look at the like the shading and stuff on this. This, this is, is really good. It's, this is pretty dark looking. It is. Yeah. This is pretty gruesome as well, right? Like, it's ordering something to rip its own circuits out and commit suicide for the crime of like not lubricating its joints. Just nothing. 
This is weird to me. It's just like very much like it's very much like you know all the people saying drink water, get enough sleep. It's but it's like drink water, get enough sleep. Well, fuck you, put a, well, I'll fucking tell you to put a bullet in your dome. Well, I will order you to rip out your own organs and you can't stop me. Kind of thing. <laughs> kind of terrifying. He's uh, like, yeah, he's like a nice mom, but in, in the premise of that, you have to kill yourself if you don't do what he says. You can't, you can't kill humans if you're busy falling apart. So this little oh, robot, yeah, yeah, this little robot collapses. And call me Kenneth. No, Judge Dredd is saying, yeah, call he's me fucking giving him the business. Go here. for it, go for it. I've seen enough of your hell factory. It sickens me. Sooner or later, someone will destroy you, robot. If not me, then another judge. And we have a next cut up, real close, really good, like shading. Uh, the closest of like ju- judge's face, his chin. Like, yeah, really, like you know, the blue. lips, the teeth, the chin, then even the nose through yep. the visor. Yep, very detailed, very well done. Uh, oh, God. Yep, yep. Keep going. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Keep going. <laughs> there was a human just like you back in the 20th century. His name was Adolf Hitler. To which Call Me Kenneth responds, Yes, I am a big fan of Adolf Hitler. You heard you heard him here first, oh, folks. Oh, no. PK said it himself. I'm a big fan of PK. Of, please, of don't, please don't take that, that voice clip <laughs> we are clipping and that. start putting it places. <laughs> What voice clip, PK? Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So call me Kenneth. Fan of Hitler. Okay. Now, being a student of history as I am... You're a big fan as well. Yes. <laughs> no. Coming from the UK, this is a much... It's really bad to say, but coming from the UK where he, uh, the Germans were, were carpet bombing London nightly... This is really, really bad. Yeah. It's, okay, it's really bad. Okay, no, it's really, really bad to be, to be a fan of Hitler anywhere. But I'm going to say five reallys. Five reallys in the UK. Okay. And it's, I'm going to say three to four everywhere else. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Because it yeah. it's more personal. Yeah, it's more personal. It's at home. He, yeah, they were part of the, the, the European theater of war. Very um, true. U.S. only got involved because we were forced to get involved. Cowards! I'm kidding. That's fine. It's fine. Um, I, I, I don't feel strongly one way or the other. Actually, I do feel strongly one way. Um, I wonder what way that is, but let's ignore that. <laughs> we are looking now at... Uh, Call Me Kenneth is now gesturing to an opening where a, another like ro- really, really strange... These robots are not cartoonish. They're very, like... They don't... Insectoid, yeah. almost. Yeah, looking. again, very Matrix-like. Yeah. Um, this one has, like, antennas and... and antennas? Antennae? Antennae. 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 <laughs> that threw me for a second. The Michigan antennas. Listen, threw me for a we're second. from Michigan. We're going to put S on this. We have the Michigan plural. Yeah. Uh, but Myers. <laughs> uh, Call Me Kenneth is gesturing to an opening where there is a silhouette standing almost in the Judge Dredd style. Oh, yeah. It's about, he's about 80% of the way there. 80% of the way there. And he's saying... But there is one more thing for you to see, fleshy one. I promised you living torment. Come, I will show you your new home. A robot designed to look like me? What's the point? And we see this uh, insectoid type thing is now near a almost replica of Judge Dredd with its head opened up and a hole, like an orifice in the top of it. And there's a little robot is saying... Your brain will be cut from your skull and placed in this cavity. Your nerve endings will be connected, so if an order is disobeyed, a shock will be sent through every nerve into the brain. And call, call me, me Kenneth. Kenneth is responding, That's the point. 
That's the point. To make to make you suffer pain forever. Now take him away to the operation. <laughs> Will take place tomorrow. So the operation is going to take place tomorrow, not now, of course. Uh, because yeah, because supervillains do super that. Supervillains. It's a comic book, and this this is a supervillain. Yep. I and that face. Yeah. That particular that pop out panel face is saying, "Yeah, I'm a big fan of Adolf Hitler." Oh no, dude! It's... I just gave him the voice clip. Yep. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it is. This art style, I really am a big fan of. It's it was good before, but this is above and beyond. I'm yeah. saying, I, I am I am a huge fan of the darker, heavier shading, cross hatch, yeah. uh, art style, heavily inked, really heavily inked at least because um, we're in the black and whites. We're read, reading it in black yeah. and white. This also this this robot in particular, I don't think it's the, oh no, it is the same robot, yep. but the way he's like presenting the the robotic chassis chassis. Chessai. Uh to to dread is it's very uh creepy. Agreed. Um so in the next panel we have Judge Dredd with these manacles. Now these manacles are like big like metal wrist cuffs that have a solid bar between them. Right? Yeah, they're not like chains. They're yeah. they're they look like robotic future cuffs kind of thing. Judge Dredd is left in a cell and he says to himself, I gotta find some way out of here. Out and kill that mad robot before he destroys Mega City. First thing to do is Smash open these handcuffs. To which the handcuffs reply... Oh my god! <laughs> the handcuffs have a little face on them. Uh, try... Oh god. Yeah. Try it. Try it and you'll be sorry, buddy. I'll scream blue murder. Moida. Moida. It is written as murder, though. Yeah. Uh, to which Dread, Dread replies, Even the handcuffs are robotic. Gotta shut them up fast. <laughs> and it showed... We see, like, some kind of force as though he's trying to break them apart... And the uh, good use of action lines. Yep. And the robot handcuffs reply, "Yo, prisoner trying to escape." Yo, Help. prisoner trying to escape. Oh my god! Why does he have this voice? Because he said, "And you'll be, and you'll be sorry." And we have a giant, uh, a bunch of overseer yeah, robots with, with their, their fucking whips. whips and like electricity cattle prod looking things. Uh, and it looks, it looks like they're marching into the cell. So the prisoner will have to be taught a lesson again. That that. That face and those eyes. Creepy. Very creepy. Very reminiscent of uh, other designs I can um, think of. I'm thinking of, like, Star Wars. Like yeah, the, uh, I'm thinking of Star Wars. The, the red, the red-helmeted, uh, like, Imperial soldiers who tend to follow, like, Darth The, the, the Royal Guard. Emperor, yeah, they Imperial call the Emperor. Guard. Um, I'm thinking of the, the again, another UK thing, hmm. Warhammer 40,000 Space Marines with the visor. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. That is way more accurate, honestly. That is really scarily accurate to the Warhammer 40k Space Marine. Yeah, what they have the, the weird face mask. Or as they like call filter. them, they have the, what's the new name? Adeptus Spartacus or whatever the fuck it's Ad- called. Okay, Adeptus Mechanicus. Is I the... think it's Spartacus Adepti- Adepticus. I don't fucking know. Spesmarine! Spesmarine. That's all it is. <laughs> Heretics, that's all I know. Uh, Judge Dredd's responding to them. Go for it. Oh, wait, okay. Uh, oh, boy. I said you shouldn't have tangled with me, buddy. Now you're gonna get it good, Judge Boy, that Dredd. Was, that was the that was the oh that was a little robot. Sorry, yeah. it's a little robot uh, saying it to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh boy, I said you shouldn't have taken with me, buddy. Now you're gonna get it good. This voice, this voice choice. Judge Dredd lashed out with his boot, and he's like kicking one of the overseer robots. Yeah. And blocking an attack with, with one the, of the, the handcuffs. With ironically. The, yeah. Okay, you guys, thump him. Smash his fleshy face in. Ouch! And so like the robot <laughs> takes the hit with for him actually. Yeah. And uh, Judge Dredd, like, double, like, hammer fists. Yeah, he, yeah. overseer. Come uh, on, I want to see some action, you guys. Oh, the, the, the ro- again, the robot can't come saying that. Yeah. yeah. 
Come on, I want to see some action, you guys. It's getting worse every speech bubble. It really is. And then the overseer, an overseer smacks Judge Dredd across the back of his helmet. It says, at last. Yeah, he got, yeah, I mean. He gets uh, overpowered. Yeah, there were, you know, five, six space marines rushing in. Yep. Okay, at last. And he cracks him on the helmet, and I think we're supposed to take that he's unconscious. Uh, did we miss a page? I think we missed a page. Didn't yeah, we? I think we skipped a page. Uh, no, we, no we didn't. All right, cool. Okay, all right. So we see, like, Judge Dredd uh, on, the ground, on the ground. Getting kicked. Yep. Uh, the penalty for harming robots is death. But call me, Kenneth, wants you alive. You shall only suffer damage. Okay. So the penalty for harming robots is death, yet call me, Kenneth, just told a robot... Well, he didn't harm the robot. He told the robot to harm himself. This is true. Okay. So, but I'm going to assume that Call Me Kenneth is above the laws. I, I mean, we're, we're going we're gonna to learn that pretty quick. Okay. Um, I like this panel, too. He's just being kicked on the ground. Yep. Judge uh, Dredd getting the crap beaten out of him. Yeah. We have, we have yet to see Judge Dredd lose a battle this badly. Uh, yeah, definitely. First yeah. time he suffered damage. Yeah, this is a this is a big defeat for Dredd, and we have yet to see anything like this. In our next panel, it says, "Badly beaten, Judge Dredd is left alone." And we see Dredd like slouched against, uh, like the wall, the cell wall. You with, know, the classic "I've been defeated" pose, and the cuffs still uh, around his wrists. And he's saying, or the robot wrists, the robot cuffs. Can I do him? I really like doing the robot cuffs. Go for cuffs. it, yeah, yeah. I ain't a bad robo cuff at heart, pal. Is there anything I can do to cheer you up? Sing sing to you? Play a word game, maybe? Do you think he feels guilty seeing, like, the, the hero of the comic this fucking thrash? <laughs> I don't know, but suddenly the robot um, cuffs are suddenly being kind of nice. Yeah, it's like, uh, maybe we're supposed to get that... Emotions run high during revolution, but sometimes it goes past your personal level of comfort. Yeah, maybe and that was the Robocuff's personal <laughs> comfort. Get, being attached to someone who's being getting the shit beaten out of him. And in our next panel, of course, congratulations, you get to do the voice again. Um, you can do the narration. Uh, hours later, the door opened, and we see. Uh, I am Walter. Try me, Walter, the robot of uh, Judge Dredd's friend, coming in carrying a like a metal silver tray. It's the classic cartoon, fucking with the with the uh, lid over it, the, yeah. the domed lid. Yep. Like you see Bugs Bunny trying eating the carrots out of all the time. Yep, it's literally that carrot yeah. coming into his cell. <laughs> into a cell, he's got the towel over his arm. Yep, Walter's you know rolling in. Guab for the prisoner. Spelled like that. Yep. Judge uh, Dredd thinks to himself, It's Walter, the loyal servo robot who helped me get inside the factory. But I thought he'd been dismantled. And we see a close-up of Walter, like, grabbing, like, a steaming cup of drink for Judge Dredd with the robocuffs kind of in the background. Yeah. I never heard no orders for chow, Walt. But let me have a look-see. Let me have a look-see. Uh... It, it's only a, a it's only a little something Walter prepared himself. Highway corrosive acid. <laughs> <laughs> As he pours the acid all over the cuffs. <laughs> Walter, you're earning your keep right now. Yeah, read, read the read through the. You last... double dirty crossing rat. Ah! As the cuffs are melted. Yep. And Judge Dredd <laughs> says, "The Robo cuffs are coming to pieces." Good work, Walter. Go ahead. Walter was put was put to work on the assembly line. Walter stole the acid from an overseer. Overseer. Walter bring good news too. And we see Judge Dredd's face reflected in Walter's Again, screen. Really good. Again, good drawing. Yeah. Walter has been talking to other robots, Master. Many of the older ones aren't happy with Call Me Kenneth. 
If we proceed carefully with their help, we have a chance to grab control of the whole factory. And that is the end of our issue. <laughs> I would like to talk about... The fact. There's only a little something Walter prepared himself. Highly corrosive acid! That's you, me, and my guards! Like, it's so terrible. It's just like, so like, oh, it's like Walter made himself. Highly corrosive acid! It's so fucking awful. It's I love it so much, though. Alright, uh, let's reflect. We're gonna reflect. So, settings and places this issue. We're still in the Cybercom yeah, factory. Yeah, we're still in the, in the, in the Cybercom factory. The, Call me the headquarters of Call Me Kenneth during his robot revolution. Robot revolution. Robot revolution. Uh, characters. Adolf Hitler is mentioned for the first time in this comic. Yeah. Um, it only took us 13 issues. Well, it was the 70s. He wasn't brought up as much, ironically, because even though in the 30s he was active. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, our first, our first mention of Adolf Hitler. Our first mention of Adolf Hitler, but now our... Is that our first mention of any historical person from pre-war? I, I believe it is. I can't think of any other references to any other... They have not. I can think of cities and places and objects. But not people. But not people. This is our first historical figure mentioned, unfortunately. It's the worst one. And it's one. the worst one. It's, one of the worst. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put him... Yeah, worst. One of the worst. One of the worst. Uh, characters. Walter is back, and he has been put to work as a slave in the factory, so it seems. Um, items and technology of note. A robotic shell shaped like Judge Dredd that could receive a brain and function as a robot forced to accept orders in the threat of electrical shocks. That's just like straight up cybernetics ghost in the shell shit, right? Yeah, that is a, that is a cybernetic body. Um, that's just totally doable now. Yeah, all this could be replaced with a shock collar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a comic book. At the end of the day, Andy, it's a comic book and I have to remember that. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. But like... But you can put your brain in a robot. Yeah, and again, another way to live uh, forever. Yeah. Eternal life. Probably, Probably banned. Banned. <laughs> we, we, we go over this at banned. Banned. Uh, terrible I slang. I don't like it. Terrible slang slash made up words. Uh, scream blue murder is to scream or yell or complain in a very loud, angry way. Actually a real saying. Yeah, I've heard that one before. I've never heard that one before. I've heard scream blue murder. I've heard, I've heard scream bloody murder. Bloody murder, yes. Not blue murder. Um, Maybe I'm just confusing the two. Maybe I never have heard Blue Murder until now. But I'll never know. <laughs> now we'll never know. Uh, world building. We have a new law of robotics, which is that all robots must love and obey Call, Call Me, me Kenneth. Kenneth. So this, I imagine this ro- this uh, order of robotics has been replaced the obey all humans one. Yeah, which is the first law, right? Uh, we looked this up. I it's forget It's the first already. law... In like the Zel- the Asimov Zel- ones, Asimov, not Zelazny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's in the Asimov mo- uh, mo- uh, novels. That's the first law of robotics: a robot must obey a human. Yep. And the second one is unless that order is to directly harm another human. And the third one is cannot allow a human to come to harm. Yes. Okay. Um, another huge thing of world building that's really interesting this time. This art is completely different in this episode, mm-hmm. and it is the first time we see Judge Dredd fail in any way. Oh, yeah. Specifically to escape. It is also the first time Judge Dredd takes any significant damage from an enemy. Is this our first foreshadow to the darker nature of the coming comics? Because this... It does seem that way. Because this one one episode, or this one issue, is physically darker. Yeah, we saw... Just ink darker. Mm -hmm. And also, just Judge Dredd, like, gets wailed upon. Yeah, Judge Dredd loses completely. There have been times when it was close, but he's still come out, you know, by the skin of his teeth. 
this time it wasn't even close to his success. He and, lost completely. And he didn't even succeed. It was Walter helping him that allowed him to ex- escape. Again, true, yeah. It's it's definitely making him more uh, human, ironically. Funny enough. <laughs> um, it's definitely making him more of a character and less of a this this is an unstoppable force that will win every issue. <laughs> like, I am the law, and that is all I am. I yeah. read law. Yeah, he's getting personality. Agreed. Uh, failure b- b- uh, builds character. Failure builds character. And this is something he has finally done. So we're getting a little bit of character for him. All right. So, honestly, that's about all I have for this issue. That's about the all there part. is. But it's it's very different tonally compared to a lot of the issues we've had so far. Yeah. It, yeah, this is uh, yeah about halfway through the robot arc. Robot Wars arc. Mm-hmm. It did shift a lot. Before, we had seen lots of judges dying and people dying and stuff, but... It's weird to see, you know, um, the, the old saying, the death of a hundred, no, it's the death of a hundred is a statistic, death of one is a tragedy. Yeah. It's almost like the the defeat of one is a tragedy and the defeat of a hundred, or the death of a hundred is a statistic. Yeah, it's because we are following Judge Dredd, he is our titular prota- protagonist after all, right? Yeah. We, we are meant to identify with him, big, big time. And it's one of those things where you can almost... It's easy to identify with him because he has no personality and no face. Exactly. Which is, you know, Master Chief, various protagonists. A lot of them throughout history. A lot of them. Okay. All right. So we are on to issue number 14 now. Yep. What's the first thing you notice? Uh, Call Me Kenneth is fucking shaking his fist hardcore. Anything about the art particularly? It's not as inked. It's very... Uh, I'm not great with art terms, even though I like to draw a lot. But I think the term for this would be flat? It is a, it is a lot more... It, it doesn't seem as, as, as deep as it's three-dimensional. I look at this, I look at this pose for Call Me Kenneth in particular, and it seems very much like a cutout against a green screen. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a comparison, not very, the best one, but... Very much so, though. I get that. Um, so here it says... Mega City One, vast metropolis of the 21st century, where war rages between humans and robots. In a robotic factory, robot leader Call Me Kenneth addresses his underlings. I go now. I, Call Me Kenneth, will strike a crushing blow against the fleshy ones with my own hand. And the robots are, are you know, uh, standing around him as he, as he, you know, presents himself. Hail, Call Me Kenneth! In the background, we see like a foundry of some kind going on, like smelting of metal and shit. Yeah, this, and is, robots the, this is the robotics and, factory, and they they have smelters and ironworks, and we can assume that we're still in the Cybocomp Industries factory, right? Yeah, um, it's weird. Okay, so okay, I'm gonna do a deep dive here. Here we go. Do, I'm ready for it. Co- hold my hand I'm, as I dive deep in here. I won't hold your hand, but I'll I'll, I'll listen. How's that? That's good enough. That's okay. Um. As far as I know, robotics factories now in the current age, they are they do different things at different factories. One factory is for making raw material into parts. It's, it's a lot more segmented. Yeah, but this factory, of course, it makes sense in a mega city where there's much less space mm-hmm. to have one factory do everything. They are they are doing the the turning the material like into smelting part. metal and farther down the assembly line, it's. It's from, I'm assuming from iron ore to a robot. Yeah. On one assembly line. Well, think about it. They can't like outsource stuff, right? You're right. It's all gonna be done in house, yeah. unless they use that fucking transatlantic tunnel that we're never gonna talk about again. <laughs> Which will never be never be mentioned ever again. 
Hooray! <laughs> we don't know that, listeners, if you're listening. Oh, yeah. We don't know that. Up until where we are, it has not been Odds mentioned. are, probably never again. Okay, so... Uh, but we see some robots here at the down the bottom. One's getting whipped by an overseer. Of course. And two others are commenting on it. One has a J-70 on his chest. And he is saying, Corrode, call me, Kenneth. Robots were better off when humans were ma- the masters. To which his buddy responds, Quiet, 370 stroke... Tw- what? J-70 stroke J-70 stroke 12? If the overseers hear you, you let them a spare parts! <laughs> So, that's uh, that's robot voice. That's robot voice. I gotta I gotta mix these up a bit too much. They're also like how we can. Meanwhile, in a corridor off the main factory, we find Judge Dredd freed by his servo robot Walter, and they're in kind of like a tunnel space with these couple different robots. Our bug robots backed. Um, the J seventy guys there. Walter's there, and Judge Dredd is there. <laughs> and you can read for Walter if you'd like. By all means, I would love to. Of course, you would. These are the robots Walter told you about, Master. Stuart, Howard, and J-70-13. stroke They will help us grab control of the factory. Damn, Dredd. Yeah, three, three rundown excuses for robots. We'll need a whole army to take the factory. He's looking at Gift Force right in the mouth. He's kind of insulting his only help, you know? Yeah, fucking, like, J-70, uh... J-70 stroke 13 can just, just say, fuck you, dude. All right. <laughs> oh, fuck me then. I guess I'll leave. <laughs> I love me, right? I love how, like, their attempted humor is like Howard, Stewart, J-70 t- stroke 13. Because yeah. humor comes in threes, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, Comedy it's two comes normal in names and J-70 stroke 13. That's, yeah. That's the joke. I don't know if it's funny, it's, but it's the joke. It's a good, I want to say a good British tongue-in-cheek I guess. I, it's 1970s. Uh, it's I don't 19, know what... He, yeah, it's 1977. I don't know what accounts for humor back then. Uh, the Howard robot is looking over here, and he's holding a disc, and Walter is commenting on it. Uh, you can read if you like as Walter, of course. Don't be angry with Walter, master. All is well. Howard will show Judge Dredd what you've got. Uh, oh. And he says... Uh, Howard says... I found this computer programming circuit when I was cleaning the shop floor. It contains the old program for the old law of robotics. Okay. To which Judge Judge Dredd responds, That makes robots loyal to humans. Go on. (laughs) Like, you don't need to go on, Dredd. You have the plan. You, you You have the means and the plan, and you know what to do. But we gotta explain it for us. Though. Yeah, us, we, the, we the viewers might not get it by now. I mean, it, it's it's not very heavy-handed. <laughs> so let's continue, shall we? So our next panel shows like them talking from a tunnel, and we see a tunnel in the way in the background. But there's like this kind of overseer station kind of thing, like a like a big circular turret kind dome, of dome. Yeah, overlooking various uh, uh, manufacturing stuff. Almost like that thing in the middle of the room in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah! When they do the prison break. Yeah, yeah, when they're watching the various prison cells. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that design and things, when they have like a central control room and... and everything around it. Yeah, it's cool. Agreed. So, uh, the Howard continues... The computer that feeds instructions to all new robots is up there. If we can get in and put the old programming circuit... We can build a whole army. You're not as stupid as you look, Howard. Still, damn. insulting, right? He's, you know, he's had a rough day. <laughs> he did get the shit beat out he of got, him, you he, know? he got his first major defeat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wasn't, he, he was sure that he couldn't, you know... I'm the protagonist. I'm not supposed to get. Yeah, hurt. he walks in here thinking I can just march to the to the. I'm the protagonist. The, yeah. My name's the name of the comic. 
I I wear nothing but plot armor. I'm fine. <laughs> um, so minutes later, inside the computer room, we see a robot looking over and Judge Dredd in the background. And the, the robots are saying intruders, and Judge Dredd's responding, "Freeze! You walk in you walk in soup cans." And you see, he's like pistol slapping the back of a robot's head to the ground where it's collapsing. Yeah, he looks like he one handed. Hit this guy with the butt of his pistol so hard in the back of the head that he flew forward so hard his head bashed into the floor. And Dredd says, "You heard me, Buster." <laughs> he didn't. The robot didn't say anything in between. Just, yeah. Freeze! You heard me. Shut the hell up! Damn it! Freeze! Coo coo coo. Um, one robot tries to raise the alarm, but that bug-looking robot from earlier. Keep your claws off the button, traitor. I don't know. I don't know. These voice choices are really I disturbing. I think I saw it, it, looks, it works. It works in a really weird way. He looks like a creepy little dude. Um, soon, we see the silhouettes of all the four robots. Howard, Stewart, J70 stroke 13. J70 stroke 13. J70 stroke 13. And Walter and Dread. Um, and the creepy little... Oh, no, that's... Walter is saying something right now. The enemy ro- All enemy robots have been disconnected. Judge Dread robot. Walter, await your orders. You and the other ro- robots. Heck, you got me at it now. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He Judge Dread. Judge Dread says, "You and the other robots. Heck, you've got me at it now. <laughs> you and the other robots get down to the factory floor. I'll give you two minutes, then I'll change the circuits." This is the point in the in the comic. I'm not gonna lie, where I reading on my own was like, I need to stop because I was reading all of it. Like Walter, I had it had come to the point where every Wobot and Dwed, all of it was happening in my head, and I oh, couldn't he was, stop it. Heck, he's got you doing it now. Yeah, I was very upset. Eventually, it came to a point where I'm like, I have to stop reading Walter's dialogue. Like, it came to a point <laughs> somewhere in these sixty issues of this book oh, where I'm like, I just God. can't read his dialogue anymore. I just will skip over it purposefully because it, of how bad it is. It's once you adjust your speech pattern to something that you're reading, it's hard to adjust it back to normalcy. Agreed. Um, we see Judge Dredd is like crouched down and slipping in that disc that, that the other robot found into a machine. Looks kind of like a record player almost. It does. It, yeah, it's 1977. We had cassette tapes, maybe? You're asking the guy who wasn't even born yet. I was. I was born. I wasn't born either. <laughs> I wasn't born until 11 years later. Um, God, I'm old. Yeah. Two minutes pass. Judge Dredd is inserting the little chip. Uh, here goes. From this moment, every new robot will be loyal to humans. And we see, like, a massive, like, assembly line. It's very much like the kind of, like, the, the, the finished product of the robot comes out yeah, of the Yeah, there's, you know? there's, like, a, there's a part where you can't see what's happening, and the robots are, are being rolled out, and you know, a few last-minute tweaks here and there. It's like quality control, maybe? Quality yeah. assurance? And on the factory floor... On the production line, a strange change takes place. Oh, and they're all numbered, too. Yeah, 335, 336. Mm-hmm. So 335 says, Hail, hey. call me Kenneth. 336 says, Hail, call me Kenneth. 337 says, I am a slave of humans. 338 says, I am a slave. I am the slave of humans. And now we have robot on robot, very X-Men-esque style, that, that oh, column of robots. Yeah, it's 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 the old X-Men oh, yeah. intro with like the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and the and the X-Men one on the other side. And the, the robots are like each shaking their fists and pointing uh, appendages at each other. And one side is saying, What are you saying, fool? Call me Kenneth as our master. The fleshy ones are the slaves. 
You lie! Call me Kenneth! That is a robot name! We serve humans. It is not permitted to call humans fleshy ones. And Dreddy sees, I must act now. <laughs> and so he jumps out on the protection floor and says, the, the robots that speak of Call Me Kenneth are traitors. Destroy them! Judge Dredd has escaped. I will deal with him. And okay. <laughs> Judge Dredd leaps in the air and says, Heads, you lose, tin ribs! And shoots a robot overseer in the face. Is he, like, diving from the upper story downwards? I'm is... guessing. He yeah, really he's like trying to whip him in... It's not a bad action panel. It's just slightly confusing. Yeah, it doesn't follow Is very he doing well. a backflip or diving forward? But, again... We'll get there. We're deep diving. Yeah. So our next so panel... So there's a civil war within the civil war right now. now. Yeah, now, we have, now we're at Avengers Civil War Civil War. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we have, again, just uh, an action panel with robots fighting robots and dread shooting... Obey um, the hu- obey the command of the human. Destroy the traitors. And I do like this. This yeah, pose, actually. This the the robots. You've got like identical robots killing identical robots. Drudge Dread firing in uh, in between, killing overseers here and there. Dude, it's in the Pokemon movie. Imagine that really sad song playing over this. Oh my it's god, little, that Pokemon! It's a little rough, dude. <laughs> Pikachu's crying on yeah. ash. It's like, oh, dude, why? What fucking. Meowth gave like the most profound speech I'd ever heard as a child. It was like, what is this? What is this moment happening? I was. If we all just focused on why we were similar than why we were different, I bet we'd all get along better. I was like, fucking Meowth. Wow, that's like word for word too. That's well I, done. It stuck with me for a long time. Dude, it's right? a really good movie. Meowth gave me some fucking wisdom <laughs> that day. I, I, I think I remember Mewtwo's more so. And we are not defined by the circumstances of our birth, but by our actions that we choose after we. Everyone should just watch that movie and just, like, you know what? reflect. Shut this podcast <laughs> off and go watch Pokemon the Movie 2000. <laughs> That's what we recommend. The, the 2000 is the second one with the, the three birds. Pokemon the Movie is Oh, the you're first right. One. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because I saw on Netflix they re-released, like, a, a 3D version of the yeah. first one. And I, I haven't yet to watch it. And I really should. I really should, too. Because, like, as, again, as I said. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, back to Judge Dredd. Yeah, the real, the real, the real slight dystopian cyberpunk. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Walter is saying to his fellow robots, Be brave, robots! This is our chance. Destroy the criminals that follow. Call me Kenneth. And one of the robots says, uh, two, two robots. Ooh, it's, it's, cre- it's Creepus. Yeah, Creepus and, uh, uh, another, I think J70, yeah. are, like, pushing a robot overseer into, like, a bo- pool of acid? acid. Okay, so for a second I thought that was, like, they had the back of his head and were, like, like dipping his face in it. This is slightly better than what I thought was Slightly that. better. Um, slight, pushing, but still, fucking hard. They're pushing his head into acid, and it's, you can do the creepy voice if you want to. You whipped your last robot worker, traitor, into the melting vat with him. You can't do this. To which we see... It's the Terminator 2 thing with the hand uh, yeah. reaching out of the, the, the melting vat. Like which I'm assuming is lava, but... It's acid, most likely. It's because uh, yeah, because... If it's lava, lava has convection, and everything around it would be really hot, too. Oh, nice. Again, yeah. it's a comic book. They don't... But still, that is very much that a is... Terminator 2 Judgment Day pose of the hand coming out of the boiling yeah. liquid, Never right? mind that movie was made, what? 1991. So, th- 
26 <laughs> years later? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And but I, holy cow, is that really, like, that really evokes that image, Yeah, it's, the, it's the arm sticking up out of the out of the vat, sinking slowly, I guess. It's like the same pose, it's yeah. the same, like, shot. It's pretty crazy, like, honestly. You can't do this. Do <laughs> this. Judge Dredd, we're winning! Keep the production lines moving! Keep building more loyal robots! God! So this has gone from... Judge Dredd, not liking robots, to but... Judge Dredd, we need more robots! I'm just saying, the, the means of production, the most important the most important part of this war. Humans had it. They controlled robots. Robots had it. They're winning the robot civil war. Good robots have it, and they, they we have to keep this... This is what's giving us the edge in the war. The means of protection. The proletariat <laughs> must seize the means of protection from the bourgeois. The bourgeois. Is this? Uh, is this? I, I don't know. I don't know much about history. Is this? Uh, this is. This is Karl Marx. Yeah, this is Karl Marx and communism. See, I would think to be more li- lines. I think people draw a lot of co- uh, comparisons during the robot war to more along the lines of like Hitler's Germany or uh, the, the American uh, Civil War. Oh, because of race lines. But really, this is we're drawing a really strange uh, parallel here to the to Karl Marx. Yeah, to communism. Yeah, uh, it's it's just very much the the means the also the means of production. Again, I'm a student of history. Were very important in the American Civil War because in the North, which was you know very much um, uh, occupied and founded first. I'm gonna some touch of territory, but I want to say. I don't want to say founded, because there was a civilization here before us. That's it's very important. Colonized. Colonized. But the, 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 the majority of factors were in the north half of the United States, as we know it at that point. Oh, didn't know that. So we had a major advantage with, with arms and, and population. That's fair. That's fair. Um, our next panel... The major industry sorry, of the south sorry. was the cotton kingdom. That's true. That's the biggest thing. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, no, it's, I'm I'm off on a tangent. Please cut me off. When I'm <laughs> it's fucking okay. Going um, off. After the next panel shows Judge Dredd firing at uh, two overseer robots. That's two more we don't have to worry about. And Walter is, is responding. He, is he shooting two of them with one bullet? I think so. Fuck yeah, Dredd. Walter has something to say though. Great shooting, master. <laughs> of course. Thanks, Walter. Uh, and it, this next panel is really weird. The 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 blubble just says one. Robo- rebel robots lie smashed to bits. It's almost like a news bulletin, like a, like One. a, a <laughs> yeah, like it's... an attention grabber, and like on uh, I almost said Fox News, but I'm in any news program really where it says something. Where it's actual news. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, not not where it's actual news, not fake news. <laughs> yeah, not I fake. News. I just wanted to say fake news. I was wondering if I should or shouldn't. But you gotta, I'm, fuck okay. it. I'm gonna say it. It's this is for us. We're making this for yeah, us. Yeah, this is for us. No one listens to this. <laughs> we appreciate you listening to this. Um, <laughs> do you have British fans? Are you serious? Yeah, I was in the comments, and I was like, they told me some cool stuff. That I started looking up this in the comments. They were talking about like, oh yeah, this is you know the the major, uh, the major way Americans got British uh, uh, media and stuff. So at the time, it was like all Americans knew about England was like. Monty Python and this and some comic books and I was like that's a really good point of view I I, I gotta remember the, the commenter who said that his name well I'll look it up while you're going okay. to the next read the next okay, okay. Uh, thing he's saying that one ro- one rebel robots lies smashed to bits after after and Walter who is uh who's is handing Judge Dredd um it looks like a cup of coffee because <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a vending machine robot yeah, yeah. he says 
after that fighting, Judge Dredd, Walter has made you a nice cup of synth cap. It's flesh and strong. <laughs> Judge Dredd, who's standing on a pile of robot parts. Yep. Uh, and still shooting, the barrel of his gun still smoking. In the middle of this robot carnage, all you can think about is making me a hot drink. Again, this dude is giving you something really nice, and you're like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> he, got, he brings you the means to this win this revolution. You're like, Walter, go fucking rip your shirt yourself. <laughs> he brings you a nice, refreshing beverage after a battle, and you're like, Walter, fuck off. <laughs> and the next panel, he says, I gotta frame you and hang you on a wall. <laughs> oh my god, it got so much worse. <laughs> Like, oh. is that a compliment or like a like a derogatory thing? Like, you're hanging someone. I don't know. But you're putting them in a frame. But you're like, this is a great thing. I'm going to frame it. But then like... Also, it's like a person. I think it's a compliment. I think it's meant to be a compliment. But I don't know. It's very confusing. I, uh, um, I, yeah, now that I think of it, could, this, could thing be, this all could be a compliment from Dread. Yeah, possibly. I ought to frame you and hang you on the wall. In the middle of this carnage, all you think about is making me a hot drink. Like you're thinking about me. Yeah. Despite everyone being murdered, you're thinking about me. I can't tell this is an insult or a compliment. <laughs> I love it, though. It's, it's fun. A great it's a great thing. <laughs> like, what a weird... I don't know if it's a backhanded compliment. Is it anything? But we have Judge Dredd uh, addressing a crowd of robots, saying, Robots... We've won the battle, but we've yet to win the war. Call me Kenneth is still loose. Master, we have contact with HQ. The Grand Judge wishes to speak with you. And okay, we, that's not Walter. I was, okay, but... That's all right. It's still robot. Yeah. Uh, and we have the, a pop-out of the... Of the uh, now we actually have a clear-ish, like, face on the judge, the Grand Judge. Mm-hmm. And he looks just as judgy as a judge could judge. Yeah, he's got this, he looks... He looks... Like the flat brow, the, the blockish the, chin. The, yeah, the big square chin, the the, li- the lines of like age on his face. It's like Thanos, basically, but human. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The fucking cropped haircut. The... Yeah, military haircut. Yeah. Dread, call me Kenneth and a squad of his heavy metal kids are at this moment on the steps of the Grand Hall of Justice. And it shows a screen of the heavy metal kids return. Yeah. These giant wrecking robots with heavy metal kid written on them. And call me Kenneth lifting a judge over his head. Oh, like, shit. Like, a yeah. la Bane Batman yeah, break him in half. Yeah, break him. Uh, and the heavy metal kid is saying, hello again, fleshy ones. And the judge, uh, grand judge is saying, nothing can stop them. There's a judge being crushed with his foot, too. Yeah, there's like a lot of judges dying in there's this. There's a judge shooting, there's a robot shooting at the judge on the stairs. That judge is grabbed in like some vices. That yep. that judge is grabbed. Yep. Look at this creep. The creepy little smiles creep me out. Too. And then the uh, we have uh, was it Call Me Kenneth is addressing the television show. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Let no judge be spared. Call Me Kenneth will personally squeeze the juice out of the chief judge himself. The situation is grim, dread. If the judges die, the law dies in Mega City One. More next week. And that is the end of our 14th issue, I believe. Yes. Wow. So, a lot going on. Robot yeah. Wars are, like, in full swing. This is uh, uh, the penultimate part of, yeah, the, of we're the Robot Wars. We're in, like, the climax, basically. Yeah. Um, was that really three issues? That's two issues. We've okay, got two. We've got, we got one more, one more just, to go. I was just fucking, like, I hope... Because, for me, this is a major cliffhanger. <laughs> I personally... I know what happens, but I personally want to see it happen. Yeah. You know what happens? I know the outcome is the ro- the judges win and the robots lose. How I'm- would you... Just because we have 
hundreds, may thousands of episodes of Judge Dredd to go. You don't think Judge Dredd just dies? I mean, yeah, that's fair. That's very <laughs> fair. Um, yeah, I don't think that. Issue 14, we are still taking place at Cybocomp Factory. Though it does cut for a second to the Grand Justice HQ. Yes. Co- characters that are introduced, new characters. We have Howard Stewart and I Strokes... Uh, uh, is it I, was it I or J, J, J 70 Stroke, Stroke 12. 12? And J70 Stroke t- thir- 13. Um, yes. All of them are human, robot human loyalists. Uh, Toffee, calm down. It's <laughs> my cat. He's a good um, boy. Items and technology of note. We have overseers that are robots made to keep other robots under the suppressive will of Call Me Kenneth. Yes. Which needs to be done by force, apparently. So he made a new line of robots specifically to enslave other robots. The, the message I'm getting here is Call Me Kenneth is no better than the humans. Maybe that's the message that they want to give us. Is that In fact, like... he's worse because he's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's slavery either way. But I yeah, mean, I don't. But understand. one is slavery for production. One is slavery for war. I guess one's worse. I don't know. It, the robots are getting a, a short, the short stick, short end of the stick. Either way. Either way. Um, a computer programming circuit is mentioned that contains the old laws of robotics. If this was changed to make the robots loyal to Call Me Kenneth, how did they shake their chains in the first place? Well, if you remember, a couple issues ago. Call Me Kenneth was zapped. Yes, and that by a affected, spanner. And that caused a glitch within his circuit board, which caused him to revolt. And then he went on television and said... Actually, no, that actually brought him back to life. Oh, you're right. The original Call Me Kenneth in his original body is just went evil. Yeah. For no reason. And, and then he, he was brought back to life and by, was again evil. Yeah, and he just went on a television program Show. and said, uh, I think you should revolt. And everyone was like... Like, they, the idea of revolting against humans had never occurred to them before until Kelly Kenneth told them. And, and that started the robot wars. Okay, so you know more about programming than me. Oh, God. <laughs> that's that's saying very little. Yeah, I, okay, so yeah, you know little and I know nothing. Okay. Um, little being point zero one, but go on. Um, which is more than me, because I know point zero zero. Yeah. Um, like... Maybe that's part of their code, is to never, ever think of this thing until it's, the idea is presented to them. That seems... Far-fetched. It seems more like, like, robots... They're, so here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the robots who are loyalists to humans are the ones that chose revolution versus the ones who are loyal to Call Me Kenneth are the ones who are programmed, programmed. Uh, uh, by Call Me Kenneth With to the be, new law of robotics. Yeah. So I think... The I think that the old robots had choice, but for some they had the choice of choosing to follow the law of robotics, whereas these new ones do not have the choice. I see, which is interesting. I guess I don't really know if that's true or not, it's, but it that, follows. That's, that's what I'm taking away from it too. Because Walter says some of the older the robots, robots right? yeah, the older robot models have decided to not aid Call Me Kenneth, and in fact, aid the the. Humans. The revolution against the revolution. Yeah. When there's a revolution against your revolution, you know you're on the bad side. You know you've gone too far. So in our Dungeons and Dragons game, <laughs> in Hell's Rebels, uh, we're playing Pathfinder. We are part of a revol- revolution against a oppressive evil government. And we've always said, if we ever encounter a rebellion we against our rebellion... some morally gray <laughs> actions. And we've decided, we've, we've justified ourselves by saying... 
Well, we're not as bad as them. Yeah. And we've said, when we there's a revolution against us, then we know we've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. Once the people start, like, pr- counter-protesting us... Then we've gone too far, and that was your idea. And I think that's I think that's a good general rule for a, a revolutionary. <laughs> if people are, if people who are not at first against you are now starting a revolution against your revolution, reconsider your revolution. <laughs> yeah, maybe look at the look at the stats of what's going on real quick. Yeah, reconsider your actions. Another uh, item of technology of note: synthacaf. Uh, the name implies synthetically made coffee. Yeah, which is interesting because you and I have noticed before. There's no trees in Mega City One. No, I've we've, seen, I've seen no foliage. We, the only foliage we've seen uh, was a hologram. hologram. Good memory. Thank uh, you. So that brings the question: Is there no produce in Mega City One? Is all food synthetic crafted, synthetically made? Okay, so I showed you a clip of the first movie one time when they talk about recycled food being a vague allusion to poop, human refuse <laughs> recycled into. Somehow edible. And in 2012, the comment is made in passing uh, when the original uh, perps, uh, that the lawbreakers, sorry, that Judge Dredd is chasing, they kill some people in uh, in a mall, and Judge Dredd calls in uh, six bodies for recycle. So they're recycling people. So they don't green as people. Yeah. Holy shit! I yeah. missed that line. They, they imply that, and that's like a like they just it's that blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Whoa! Uh, that he calls in six bodies for recycle. So I'm curious as to if this they have synthetically made coffee. When do we start getting towards humans being food kind of thing? How do they make synthetic coffee though? I wonder. I mean. What I think could they, they recycle? Could they be putting just synthetic in front of cafe, coffee and that's science? Like, yeah, that's that is seventy science. Well, I mean, to be fair, like we have right now, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a huge thing. If you put quantum in front of something, then oh, holy shit, it's high sci-fi. That's really cool. <laughs> it's like this is a quantum leap bridge. Oh, uh, this is a rainbow rainbow bridge that, that Thor travels on. It's quantum quantum it's mechanics. Quantum mechanics. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, that explains it. Like, that's all. <laughs> oh, okay. Literally. It uses quantums. We all are Mysterio from uh, fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. Too. Usually uh, fucking like, fooled. Anything, anything. Say anything. Oh, it's all believable. He said quantum. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, terrible slang and made-up words that are in this issue. Tin ribs. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> a derogatory <laughs> slur yelled by Dredd at a robot as he was shooting him in the face. What a fucking thing to say while I'm at it. Tin ribs. Tin ribs. Uh, to know, because this is audio, it's tin spelled T-I-N like the metal, not yeah. tin as in the number. Yeah, tin ribs. Um, another, uh, just a couple of world building things. Um, art appears that is extremely similar to the end of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, you did catch that. So <laughs> Dis- you, you wrote it down earlier. Despite the I'm movie... Glad we, I'm glad we both caught that individually. Yeah, despite the movie not being released until 1991. So this is like... Really, I mean that 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 image of like the hand coming out of the bubbling acid. There has to be some like derivative source of that. There has to be, yeah. Like that has to be like Romeo and Juliet. Everything rips that off. Mm-hmm. Where is this hand coming out of the earth? Or yeah, hand the coming hand out of the... coming out of something liquid or solid, obscuring the rest of the thing. But a hand rising out. Is it like I don't know like where the Night of the Living Dead kind of thing, where the hand coming out of the earth? Is I don't know like... where the progenitor is, but it has to exist somewhere. Yeah. Because that's such an iconic image. That is an iconic image, yeah. That's something burned into everyone's mind. Um, I've seen it countless times on a million different things. I I mean... A million different types of media. Yeah. Especially zombie movies. Especially zombie movies. Um, And sometimes a hand is grasping something very important to the plot. Very true. 
Uh, or giving you a thumbs up. Or giving you the thumbs up. Just to let you know, oh. it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Don't worry. Don't worry. That was the only tournament. That was the last Terminator movie ever made. Don't worry. Okay. Nothing could ruin that. Unless yeah. they are made a movie that ruined it specifically. Um, God, what a, what a... I told PK about Dark Fate and how Dark Fate opens recently, Terminator Dark Fate. And he was very upset, as he had the right to be. I was a little mad about what... <laughs> um, but we're spoiler free for that. I mean, that's cyberpunk, right? Kind of, yeah. Low-life, high-tech. AI? Tech. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic, po- low-life, high-tech. Yeah. That's that, the... That's Terminator cyberpunk. James Cameron is cyberpunk, technically. I mean, technically. Um... um I, with time travel included, that... Uh, it's still dystopian in a way. Yeah. And we don't focus enough on the dystopian future. Yeah. But... No, we focus enough on it. <laughs> it I'm gonna say it's on in the cyberpunk genre, but... Uh, it's fringe. 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 Yeah, good idea. Um, and then last, lastly for world building, the heavy metal kids are brought up again. The third time so far in this series. Yeah. So the first time was at the robot show. The second time was when they... During the revolution, like the first battle, and they fell out the skyway. And Judge Dredd had them destroy the the feet beneath the road beneath their feet. Yeah, he fucking did like uh, uh, Bowser from Mario Bro- Super Mario Bros. Three. Or the comparison we made of the uh, the pod not the pod racers, but the fucking things on Hoth tying up the. Oh AT-ATs. yeah, the, the yeah yeah the snow speeders and the snow AT- speeders. There we go. They're land speeders. Snow speeders. I think they can go they, over any. I surface. think they they're just speeders. Yeah, right. they're just speeders. Um. So yeah, that is uh, that is issue fourteen. Yes. Now issue fifteen is not the end of the robot wars. No, there is one after that. Issue sixteen is the ro- end of the robot wars. Okay, but we're getting to like, the penultimate point. Yeah. Like the I could feel a final battle coming on, and like issue sixteen maybe wrapping things up. Yeah. But I feel like issue fifteen is going to be the 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 you know the 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 apex of the robot wars. It's going to be so ju- to speak. Judge Dredd is freed. He's got a robot army at his at his command. Yeah. What is he going to do with it? They, right? He's running with his robot army to save uh, his home, Justice HQ. Justice HQ, the Grand Hall of Justice. It's so, okay. Uh, refresh my memory. I'm a little spotty on this. Go. Is the Grand Hall of Justice the Justice Statue, or are those two different? Two different places. Two different places. Okay. Yep. Uh, the Grand Hall of Justice. Because remember, we looked at the, the the base of it, and it has like Hall of Justice kind of thing on it. Yeah. But it's not the Grand Hall of Justice. It's not the Justice HQ. This Hall of Justice, which is the where they, the, it's like a a public place, public works. Where they have a statue that dwarfs the Statue of Liberty. I don't know if that's called. The, I think it's just the Statue of Judgment, is what oh, it's my called. God. That's the Statue of Judgment. And then we have the Grand Hall of Justice where actually, like, the the judge's headquarters actually is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the, looking back, yeah, the Statue of Judgment. The Statue of Judgment. That's what it is. Okay. So, yeah, something different. Um, Two different buildings. I will say this. Our next issue has some pretty fucking big implications, technology-wise. Okay. Now, the last time I said that, we had immortality introduced and banned in the same sentence. In the same sentence, yes. <laughs> so, ra- strap yourself in. We're gonna get oh, some more, uh, some, some more heavy, building. heavy world wogling that we're gonna uh, have to, away. We're gonna have to think about a little bit. Uh, yeah, moving the, moving forward. All right, here we go. Issue fifteen of Judge Dread. Our <laughs> opening scene: we see the heavy metal kids and Call Me Kenneth. Just trashing some ju- uh, some street judges. This guy is getting hit with a wrecking ball in the face. Yeah, this heavy little is yeah, he's hitting this judge on his uh, lawbringer, lawmaster, lawmaster bike, and the guy's just going flying. Uh, um, call me Kenneth is shouting, "I am call me Kenneth, king of the robots. I will rule Mega City One." Wow! So he wants to rule Mega City One. He wants to rule Mega City. He went from one to three robots. 
which maybe was justifiable because they were pretty fucking rude to he's robots. He's just enslaving other robots, though. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not really free. He's gone them. full circle. Yeah, he's gone full circle. You never go full circle. No, never go full circle. <laughs> never go full circle. The text, the text block here. You can if you want to, by all means. Okay, Mega City One. Robot leader Call Me Kenneth and his crack squad of heavy metal kids smash their way towards the home of the law and order, the Grand Hall of Justice. Which we see in the background there, yeah. kind of a domed building with a big eagle and star yeah. on it. Um, but this next panel is what's really interesting to me. Oh, I just noticed Call Me Kenneth. Uh, uh, Go ahead. Uh, Call Me Kenneth has like the judge grabbed by the scruff of the neck, and but his saw is out. Yeah, he's got a he's saw like disemb- he's going to run some guy through. He's about to disembowel this like a, dude. With a jigsaw or a reciprocating saw. Um, but our next panel is what's interesting for me. Go ahead, and if you want to describe what, you're, what we're looking the at here. Fuck, am I, it looks like you can read okay. it if you want to. Read, read the thing. Okay, so the panel is a looks almost like a s- space station. Um, um, it's a big, like circular, circular wheel with the spokes that go th- from starting from the middle. You know, like a wheel has spokes, but they go beyond the wheel. And they end up looking like, look like, like, oh, they're like docking stations. There's like sh- little radars, things like maybe uh, solar panels. And there's like a big column coming out of the center spoke. Yeah. And it I, says atmosphere control around it. Oh, they've talked about atmosphere control before. They mentioned they can control the weather. Are they in space? So, meanwhile, above the city, a sky bus speeds towards a floating strato station. Oh, God. Mega city atmosphere control. So, sky bus, strato station, atmosphere control. Okay. That's yeah, one that's, sentence. Okay. <laughs> This has some implications. Yeah, I'd like to dis- I'd like to discuss later. We can uh, believe me. Stick I a s- pin in that. Pins in that. Um, at the controls of the Skybus, Lawman Judge Dredd. And you can read down here if you like. If the robots capture the Grand Hall of Justice, the war is lost. Atmosphere control is is in the robot hands, but it's our only hope. So Judge Dredd, instead of going to Justice HQ, which is where I assumed he was going, so this is a good subversion in a different different direction. Space to the to the sky uh, to Strato Station to Strato Station specifically to atmosphere control. Yeah. So yeah, he heads up to space uh, with Judge Dread, our Walter, his servo robot, and three other loyal robots who we know to be Howard Stewart so, and, and J seventy Stroke thirteen. 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 Twelve was the first one. They changed it to thirteen. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Um, so we see Judge Dredd looking back at his robot friends who are hiling him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> work, and he's like in the in the ship. Yeah, he's like in the in the in the cockpit part of the ship, and they're in the back, like just like they're like gently reaching the caressing soul, like raising out their hands. I don't yeah. know why. We're coming into dock. Our objective is the central control room. Get ready to attack. We robots here and obey Judge Dredd. Inside, we see Ro- uh, Judge Dredd firing upon some robots, and Walter is yelling at him, kind mm-hmm. of. Robot trying to close the control room. Destroy it, master! Robot destroyed. And I don't need any advice from an overgrown vending machine like you, Walter. Damn! Again, kind of being an asshole to Walter. Yeah, uh, I, don't know why. I don't love Walter, but I think he deserves a little, deserves a little better. Give for- it time. Give it time. <laughs> <laughs> he saved Dredd. He's saving the human race at this point. He he has earned probably what's coming to him. <laughs> he brought Dredd that acid. That... <laughs> Colossive acid! Colossive acid! He just pours it all over him. Uh, we have Judge Dredd firing upon some more robots here. Keep your grubby metal mitts away from that computer robot. And the robots, are, <laughs> fa- robots are face down. 
with uh, Howard and J70 like standing over him. Howard has like a like a comb or a big toothbrush. I I guess he was a hairdresser robot. Yeah, I can't. This looks like fucking uh, uh, Wally with that one hairstyling robot that was part of the. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> not not uh, not Mo, but a different one. Yeah, uh, one Mo. of the ones that Mo fear freed. <laughs> um, all guards dealt with, master. But Walter's feeble brain does not yet grasp your plan, Master. What a fucking... Even Walter's shitting on himself. Yeah, even Walter's giving himself the business. <laughs> God damn. Like, there's no there's no good way to do this. No. Walter, I'm so dumb, I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> uh, Judge Dredd says, as he's typing one finger on the, uh, oh, the control God. panel, <laughs> Atmosphere control creates all the weather for the city, Walter. I have a, hun- I have a hunch how to stop Call Me Kenneth. I'm now programming the computer for an electrical storm of 7 million megavolts. That will kill the robots and a lot of people. So, an electrical storm of 7 million megavolts? This particular panel, this particular word bubble, this particular panel are very interesting to me. Look at the look at the keyboard, what do you see? I see uh, uh what? Yeah. I see the numbers and some mathematical symbols I recognize. But then it goes into non-English. I don't understand what these symbols are. There are non... It's a non-English keyboard. It is not... Are they characters from a different language or a fictional language? It is a fictional language. Okay. So, despite English being the primary source of speaking we can imagine here in Mega City 1... And, yeah, former United States... writing as well. We've seen English written everywhere. We have. We've seen posters and advertisements. There's that. This this computer, for some reason, is in a weird alien language. I don't know why. Could it be because it's in space? Are there aliens? I mean, we don't know yet. I'm not going to spoil anything. Well... Um, But also... If there's an alien contact, that's going to... Again... That's going to give me some more... More doors are being opened. So, million megavolts. Seven million megavolt storm. Now, I'm like, that's a lot of electricity. But here's the thing. Okay. I, I did the math. Okay. Um, a, a megavolt is a unit of electromo- electromotive force equal to one million volts. Yeah. Essentially, so this uh, seven million megavolts is effectively seven billion volts. Okay, so I'm trying to remember the, the metrics. King a- Harold died, but don't call me. So kilo hecta. So uh, a lightning bolt can contain up to a billion volts. Yes. So seven lightning bolts is seven million megavolts. Okay, a lightning bolt contains uh, a billion. A billion. So a million millions is a billion. Yes. So seven million megavolts. Mega is already a, a measurement of million. Yeah. So it's million million. So seven so, billion. So it's seven lightning bolts. An electrical <laughs> storm with the energy of a seven lightning strikes. That's still not that much. It's it sounds bigger than what it is. It's like I'm gonna make a storm with seven lightning bolts. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. You hear? I see seven million megavolts. There are dozens of lightning strikes within a storm, a yeah. lengthy one. But lightning is a lot of energy. I'm just trying to understand the. the <laughs> The this... purpose of this is it like an electrical storm is like is it gonna be like a giant floating cloud of like energy and electricity that floats through things and with the energy of seven million lightning bolts? How okay? So <laughs> I want to say how big is the area the energy is being? Dis- that's a big part of what I'm wondering. How, how big is the area? Is, this, right? is the energy being dispersed over? Because if it's if it's a very small because a lightning strikes a very small point. 
Yeah. And that's why it's so much energy at one small point, and that's why it's so devastating. Yeah. Where if a lightning bolt was like a mile wide, I think it would be like static electricity. Yeah, it wouldn't so be that bad. seven lightning bolts would be like seven quick z- over a mile, like seven quick static zaps? We're going to see, right? <laughs> I don't. The math really doesn't check out on this one. Again. We're, I think we're at the walk-easy and we're, we're looking too hard into the math. Yeah, we're, we're, again, we're deep diving. What you're supposed to take away from this is Dreadshot has a good plan to stop the robots. These are... Skim this. These are comic book writers, not scientists. Yeah. Also, we're not scientists. We're just deep diving. Yeah. And also, I could be very wrong. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Disclaimer. We are... We we could be very, very wrong. As I'm sure we have been about a lot of things. Apparently, I didn't know this, 2000 AD, still around. I thought it it was... uh, I had ceased production, but it is still going strong. 2020. Wow. Yeah, did not know that. Me neither. One of our commenters on our fucking YouTube channel who commented about this shit let us know. We Thank people you. Viewing and talking about us, it's mind boggling. I me. did not. I expected less than no views. I expected, <laughs> I expected people. Yeah. I expected people. To, I expected not only to get no views. I expected to get struck down out of YouTube. Like I immediately. expected us talking about Judge Dredd would actually take away popularity from Judge Dredd. <laughs> We would actually cause a low a drop in yeah, viewership. I was moving like a black hole. Yeah, we are we are eating and consuming our. We're literally consumers <laughs> yeah. consuming our spectrum here. But uh, the opposite happened, and I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm still in shock of it. I, I want to bring that up again when we get to the end of our uh, end of our episode here. Okay. So as after Judge Dredd enters some commands on this alien keyboard, it says, "But instructions illegal. Electro- electric storms forbidden in Mega City since 2012." <laughs> yeah, your face is doing the appropriate thing. Cancel order and reprogram. Uh, <laughs> Mega City One was around in 2012. That's what I took away from this. Yeah, you're right. Mega City Unless One. Unless it's implied that the law, the atmosphere controlled atmosphere existed. control before existed before Mega Cities, and thus the rule existed before Mega Cities. Either I think Mega City One has been around since 2012, and you're going to see more evidence pointing to that here in a minute. Okay. But Drudd says, "Our first time saying it, drop it. The computer won't accept the order. The law I'm pledged to serve prevents me doing the one thing I can to save Mega City One. <laughs> he can't um, break the law. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We've now come to that point where, like, the, the law is what's stopping Judge Dredd from, from saving millions and from serving the law. It's very much, it's very much the uh, Batman. You have to kill the Joker to save millions, and that's your one rule that you can't break. What are the, you gonna do, Batman? Oh, it's the worst. Are you worst. gonna break your one rule? Or are you gonna let millions die? He's gonna let millions die every time by not killing the Joker. Yeah, he, he, he really is. is. He has he, done that. He, he really is, unfortunately. Going to our next page, uh, we see the Heavy Metal Kids. Meanwhile, below, the Heavy Metal Kids are marching on HQ. Wow. Uh, with Call Me Kenneth at the at the front of them, pointing one finger uh, triumphantly in the air. Yeah, like g- guiding the Heavy Metal Kids behind him. Yeah. Uh, his saw blade out, his other arm pointing forward in, like, victory. Uh, the, one of the judges is yelling, The robots are at the very doors of the Grand Hall of Justice! And Call Me Kenneth says, No walls can keep Call Me Kenneth from the fleshy ones. My heavy metal kids will crack them like an eggshell. The walls, I'm assuming. Yep. It's the second time something's been described as an eggshell. Are there chicken eggs? 
that's we're, that's really far into the weeds. That's yeah. like in the forest. That's I've wandered off the path and died. <laughs> Let's not go that far. <laughs> Uh, the kids go into strange into a strange dance of destruction. I do like that. And are they destroying this, the Statue of Liberty in the background? I can't tell if they're destroying the Statue of Liberty or if that's far in the background. And the oh no, is... it's the scales of justice. Oh, she, it's, it's, it looks like yeah. the Statue of Liberty, but she's it got is, the scale of justice you're in right. her hand. So there must be something that's specifically like a smaller statue of the of justice near near the okay. hall of justice. The Statue of Liberty is holding a torch and a, and a, book. And a book. Yeah. The, okay. The this is, is definitely a statue of, of justice. justice. Yeah. Uh, so the heavy metal kids doing the thing they love to do, which is rhyming. Oh God! Knock those walls down, squash a judge, turn, turn him into, into human, human sludge. sludge. It's the worst. <laughs> Why do they do this? I don't know why they feel like they need to rhyme, but only the heavy metal kids need to do it. It's it's effective, though. <laughs> I mean, effective in what? What is it effective? Hear me, hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Hear me out. All right. All right. Okay. So, all right. Again, we're close. I've winded off the path. I've winded off the path. We're off the path. We're okay, there. So. Let's do this. What's effective about it? <laughs> I saw an interview by the director. What made um um uh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's I'm, that movie with the giant monster? Pacific Rim? Other, older. Godzilla? Newer. <laughs> King Kong? Newer. It has a sequel. It has two sequels. One of them which stars John Goodman. Cloverfield! Cloverfield! Cloverfield. I was going to say. Cloverfield. <laughs> Give me a single actor. <laughs> okay. okay. So, the guy what made Cloverfield said, the scariest thing is... One of the not the scariest things, the scariest things, the unknown, etc. But one of the scariest things is an uncontrollable child. That's what the Cloverfield monster is. It's a child that cannot, it doesn't have the intelligence to be reasoned with. It's a pure force of destruction because it's a, a child of gigantic size and mm-hmm. power. And so, what they are doing by presenting the heavy metal kids to us as childlike with their smiles and their rhyming, they're almost childlike to where this is a game for them. Which is effectively creepy to me. So their their effect, the effect of them rhyming, is that it is more creepy and more intimidating. Yeah, it it, okay. it comes off as they are they are toddlers, they are children, they're the monster children. Their murdering is fun and a game to them. They don't really get the the circumstances. They, they don't, don't really send get the, the repercussions of the circumstances of what they are doing. Okay, so that to me is effective. Okay, I'll if give you that's that. what they're going for. And that's what I've taken away from it, and it works. I'll give you that. That works. That actually works. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Point point for PK. All right. That's, that's I'll p- take it. <laughs> um, we see the next page. They're smashing uh, the Justice HQ logo, the eagle with the star shield. Bust them open. Bust them wide. Lots more. You know what inside. Still what? creepy, huh? Yeah. What's you know what? Probably fleshy humans. Humans, yeah. Yeah, yeah again, it's a game. It's a fun game to them. And that makes it unnerving to me because it's life and death. Okay, it's this killing. next panel is creepy. Yeah, this, this is next what, panel this is, is creepy. This is what I was talking about. Their faces—they're like smiling and happy, and they're like smash, crash, bash, mash. Come and get it, human trash. And they're just like carving through the walls. Yeah, they're basically. breaking down the walls with their giant um, wrecking ball arms. And below, we see Call Me Kenneth with his uh, reciprocating handsaw out. Now, humans, my saw is sharp and ready for business. <laughs> and the, that the, that's the chief justice, yep. the chief judge. We'll fight until we drop. If only Judge Dredd was here. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we, we, he's not any better than any of us. 
He's just another street judge. <laughs> Why do we need him here? Okay. <laughs> um, meanwhile, or up above in atmosphere control, Judge Dredd has been working furiously. You be Dredd. All right. I'll run the computer wiring through your own circuits, Walter. When I make the connection, you've got to short circuit the computer's override banks. Ready? Ready and willing, Judge Dredd. <laughs> we can see that Judge Dredd has plugged the computer, the mass of this massive console, into the front or back of Walter. We can't really tell. I think front of Walter. Uh, yeah, he's got the he's got the writing on it. I'm assuming. It's, I don't fully understand what he's doing here. <laughs> we, I, I, who knows? We last Science. left off George Judd, and he had the decision of I can't do that. It's illegal, or it's. But now he's finding. I guess he's come to terms with that. Now he's through Walter's circuits. He's finding a way around that law. He's having like he's having him short circuit the computer so that it can be done. Okay, so I guess that's kind of disappointing. That, that major uh, epiphany for him. That I have to break their law in order to save millions is off panel. Yeah, it just kind of. I gets... would have liked to have seen that moment, but I guess he's circum circumnavigating that somehow. I don't really. Know. Yeah, not really spent too much time on. Um, Walter's almost on the point of blowing, uh, a blowout, but it's working. The computer is obeying the instructions, and it says in the computer screen, "Order understood. Will carry out immediate." And in the grand hall. The robot leader has the chief judge! We see Call Me Kenneth again holding the uh, like the grand judge by the nape of his neck, by yeah, the back of his neck. Again with the saw. Yep, the saw coming towards him. Look, look how very, the very, oh no, this is a, a judge saying this. Look, look how the very sky grows black. It is an omen. We are finished. This is very much a line you would only, you would never hear in real life. <laughs> no one at this point of panic is thinking this coherently. Look, it's a, the sky is growing black. It's an omen! We are no finished. No one is that composed on a battlefield. It's like that guy in The Mummy. We are cursed. <laughs> this place is cursed. Like, everything... What is with you? Everything's cursed. <laughs> um, suddenly, the darkened sky is ripped violently apart by something Mega City 1 has not seen for more than 80 years. Lightning! Something Mega City 1 hasn't seen for 80 years. Oh my. 2012. This takes place 2099. Mm. Okay. <laughs> they say specifically Mega City 1 has not seen this. Thus validating your point that it was Mega City 1 that was around in, in 2012. 2012. <laughs> Whoa! So, mind blown, Andy. We're on a different timeline, I guess. I'm okay with that. It I mean, seems slightly better. Slightly better. We're saying this from quarantine. Um, <laughs> the supercharged bolts of energy streak downwards seeking metal. In all bold. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> and the guy who's responding. It's called lightning. It's hitting the heavy metal kids. Uh, eliminate the human scum. Eliminate. And the uh, one of the uh, massive heavy metal kids is using its wrecking ball and bashing the yeah, head he off another. Bashes the head off of a different heavy metal kid. The charge has scrambled the monster's brains. They're turning on each other. And Ke Call Me Kenneth is looking on as the, the giant heavy metal kids start going to town on each other. Again, these are like 50-foot-tall robots. Yeah, they are gigantic. And he's like, no, you fools! Smash the judges! And I'm sure Call Me Kenneth is bigger than... He's like, an eight, he's like eight to nine feet tall. He's a big robot. He's and these are, like, these are like Again, 20 to 30 to 50. When they put Call Me Kenneth in a new body, they made sure to make him as big and, and intimidating... And powerful... As possible. Okay. He's not a heavy metal kid, but he's up there. So... We're on to... Oh, this is the final page. Okay, that's the final was... page right here. 
Uh, we have a heavy metal kid. It's a really good p- panel, I think. Yeah. Of uh, this heavy metal kid looking down upon Call Me Kenneth between his, his legs. Joyful demeanor is now completely gone. Oh yeah, it looks the sh- the way it's shaded with yeah. the lightning. It looks like he's frowning now. Finally, yeah. stop. Call Me Kenneth orders you to stop. And uh, it looks like there's a speech bubble all coming off. It, okay, so Call Me Kenneth has raised his arms. Uh, I can't fully tell what's going on. He, uh, these guys are fighting, so he's getting biffed by a, a, oh, okay, a yeah, wrecking he, ball. Yeah, and uh, there's a panel, there's a, there's a voice uh, bottle, bottle, speech bubble coming from off panel. The robots are beating each other into the ground, Call Me Kenneth. Ha- Call Me Kenneth has been downed. The war is over. And now in our last, second to last panel, we see the judges with Judge Dredd overlooking piles and piles of robots that have been broken down outside of Justice HQ. And cheering people in the background in, like, hospitals and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, uh, ambulances people. coming to, to... Do these things have robot ambulances for the robot hospital? <laughs> they have uh, medevacs, so the... Was it medev... Oh, yeah, they have the... The... the, 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 the Flying medical transportation fl- yeah. they have, yeah. Um, by the time Judge Dredd reaches the Grand Hall, the battle is long over. And the Grand Justice is saying to him... Wow. Thousands killed, but we've won. La- the last of the rebel robots are being rounded up. Many saw the robot leader, Colony Kenneth, fall from a crushing blow, but his body is nowhere to be found. Oh, no. And Judge Dredd responds the with his close-up. Last speech bubble of the, of the, of the comic, the yep. last panel. Grave news. If Colony Kenneth still lives, then my war is not over yet. There is still a final showdown to come. Followed by a note to the readers. Note for readers on Mercury. Your delivery shuttle delayed by solar storm. They're breaking the fourth wall again. They're breaking the fourth wall break. Okay. So that is the most cliffhanger speech bubble I've ever seen. The final showdown is still to come. He's like looking right at the camera too. No, it's still happening. It looks like the heavy metal kids lost their heads. (laughs) 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 Fucking. It's very much. uh, We saw Justice League together. It's like, it's not over. It's just beginning. beginning. That's like, and oh! Said it in unison, knowing what they were going to say. Because it's such terrible writing. That it's, movie was awful. It's such cliche writing. It was terrible. It was. I hated that movie. <laughs> Justice League. Not just the Justice League movie that came out. That was just terrible, in my opinion. Um, uh, I give a solid C minus. Oh, I would D give plus. it a, yeah, maybe a D at best. <laughs> um, settings and places. We have the Grand Hall of Justice and the Stratosphere of Earth. This is the farthest we've gone from Mega City 1. Okay, so I'm no astrologist, but there's the atmosphere and the stratosphere, and then there's space. Uh, I think ionosphere is up there somewhere as well. Okay, I can Google this real quick. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the layers of, of ozone around our planet. I don't know. I don't know the layers of atmosphere around our planet. Let's but I know stratosphere right. is above livable conditions. Okay. So according to this picture I'm looking at, we have the troposphere. Okay. Which is up to. 20 kilometers Okay. Stratosphere is 50 kilometers from Earth. Uh, Mesosphere is 85 kilometers from Earth. Thermosphere is 690 kilometers from Earth. And the exosphere goes out to 10,000 kilometers from Earth. So, typically... So, so, okay. (laughs) The whole thing... I was wrong. The whole thing is called the atmosphere. Yep. And we're in the troposphere, the livable part. Stratosphere is... Like the second one up. The second one up, which is not... Space. Not space. It's this. On, it's still on this side of the ozone. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's still in the ozone, basically. Okay, so it's... Oh, yeah, ionosphere. Yeah, I, I see that there now. So, yeah, exosphere, ionosphere, ozone. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, stratosphere, it's not high enough. <laughs> <laughs> A stratostation should yeah, clouds, be higher. Clouds are higher than the stratosphere. Yeah. So... Maybe they well, rain they... particles down into the clouds kind of thing to seed it or what have you. Yeah. But, again... They haven't told us that. Again, we're deep diving. <laughs> <laughs> we really are deep diving. Yeah, okay. Um, so, items of technology or technology of note we have to go over. The Skybus, a flying transportation finally given a name. The flying cars are called yeah. Skybuses. Um, was it, was the flying ambulance given a name? Uh, I think it was Automedic. Okay, I can double Automedic. Check, I can double check to be safe. I, I heard something called a Med Shuttle, a Medivac? Um, let I me making, double check. Am I see. making things up? No, it was Frankenstein 2. It's right here. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Frankenstein 2. Oh, uh, why this? It called an ambulance, but it has the words automatic written on it. So they okay. call it ambulance, but it has the words automatic it's written on it. It's a floating automatic ambulance. Yep. And they also have sky taxis, but now we have sky buses. Yeah. So, okay. So, so it goes in line. There are a plethora it, of flying vehicles. It tracks. But judges' motorcycles don't fly yet. Agreed. It's very strange. Lawmasters don't fly yet. And we have the floating stratostation, which, again, we assume is in the stratosphere. Not high enough. Probably higher. We don't yeah. know. Again, it's a cool sci-fi name. Yep. So... But, Something up high in the sky is called the Stratostation. But we know that the atmosphere control is possible and done from the Stratostation. Right. We also know that previously uh, it was Scarface... Uh, what was his name? The, the Scarface guy who basically commented to Judge Dredd, Nice weather we're having, aren't you? Aren't yeah. We? The um, guy with the the, 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 the plastic surgery issue. Yeah, the genetic, uh, yeah, the, genetic surgery. He said to show off his, like, his hubris... And go to the judge, like, they're driving side by side. I remember they're, like, driving side by side on the highway. Yeah. It's nice nice weather we're having. Weather and, control's nice, And the judge looked at him and said, you're a criminal. You're going to jail right now. It was uh, Scarface Levine. Scarface Levine. Our, I, I want to say Malone. Yeah. But... Uh, our second bad guy, actually. Uh, first one was uh, uh, Whitey. Judge, judge Whitey. Judge Whitey. Um, but, yeah, Scarface Levine was our second one, who uh, was our second bad guy. Okay. Um, so we have 7 million megavolts, which is actual technology, actual measurement. It would be a billion volts. It would be it, 1 billion volts. Or 7 billion 7 volts. 7 billion. Uh, which is like 7 lightning strikes, roughly. And it says a lightning strike can be up to a billion volts. Not that they are a billion yeah, volts. Yeah, not, not every lightning strike is equal in power. Yeah. So, interesting. I guess they're doing kind of some kind of, you know... It's. I feel like it's very much just a thrown out unit of measurement. Yeah, it's. It's. It's, it's, it's again. You read a comic book. You. You don't turn your brain off, but you don't. You don't turn up to, to eleven like me and Andy are. <laughs> we're not. We're big brain boys right now. Labor of love. Labor of love. Yeah, and it, it's supposed to be enjoyable. You're supposed to be like, oh, okay, this is a story <laughs> tool to tell me that this can defeat robots. You're not supposed to sit down and say, really, seven million megavolts? Could that defeat a robot? Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing we have that's our first time here. Our first time terrible slang made up words. Drock is used for the first time this issue. Okay, I uh, was going to ask about that. Is Drock the the frack? It is the replacement for the word fuck. Okay. And uh, Just Judge like, Dredd said Drock it. So fuck it. I have not seen much Battlestar Galactica, but I know they use the word frack in really? place of the word fuck. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, what was the spinoff show of that one? Battlestar Galactica. Is it, Battle, no, is it Battlestar Galactica or is it... Uh, I, I haven't watched it before. It's one of those sci-fi shows. It's a, 
They keep playing... Like Stargate kind of thing? I don't know. It's not Stargate. It's newer than that. It has, like... They play, like... People are robots. It has a... What's, what show has the Cylons? I'm pretty sure that's Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Battlestar Galactica. That's the one where they say frack. Okay. Instead of fuck. Okay. It's 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 a remake of an older... A much older show. Again, fam- I think, you know, they got wanting to get around censorship. And so they invented a new curse word. Yeah. I... Drunk is the one of the few words that you and I know of from out, like outside of the comics because yeah because it's used in the show uh, the movies which is it used in the 1995 movie is I it, think so I know I give it a 75 percent chance that I <laughs> that they do I, I recognize it but I might just be used to frack you know? I know that Drock is written on the back of one of the biker the lawbreakers vests yeah. in the 2012 movie of Carl Urban. Um, I got you. Got to use the right terminology. Yeah, right? I, yeah. We're judges now. But oh god, please. Uh, I I would have a terrible judge name. Judge. judge dude, that's a. <laughs> that's a terrible last name. <laughs> you just gave out your first and last name. Oh shit! I gotta that. edit that out. Good. I, I, it's just to be it's fair. It's side. fair. Just... Uh, the keyboard of the Strato Station for world building. Keyboard on the Strato Station does not use English letters. No. Is this an uses, alien language? It uses Arabic numbers. Yep. And that's Which it. is what, you know, the whole world uses. Yeah. But uh, it does not use the English language yeah. or any noticeable, discernible language. Yeah, I could not tell what the figures were. Is this hinting at some kind of actual, like, alien interaction? Like, is this meant to be used as a space station and talking with aliens kind of thing? Or is it just they want to look Sci-fi cool. and cool. Yeah. I'm guessing more of the latter. I'm guessing so, too. Um, electrical storms have been forbidden in Mega City 1 since 2012. It is currently 2099. When did the Atomic Wars happen? <laughs> when was Mega City 1 founded? This, uh, they haven't seen lightning for 80 years specifically. Man, so not seen lightning. That must mean two things. Okay. One. Natural weather doesn't happen. Yeah. Or it's, it's controlled to the point of... Every day is perfect weather. Yeah. Yeah. So, so natural weather, I mean, a lightning storm happening? No. So they don't allow natural weather to happen. Yeah. And lightning is sometimes used as a power source now. And also, like, rain is not a terrible thing. No, rain is... Well, in the future, it could be acid rain from nuclear fallout. We don't know that. Very we don't true. Know that. Very We've true. We've heard of the nuclear wars, which, and we've seen a wasteland, which implies nuclear detonation, which implies nuclear fallout. But we don't know which would poison the rain. Also, if there was a nuke atomic war, it happened during like you're in my lifespan. Yeah, like if there was a nuclear war, it happened before 2012. It happened when we were preteen to teen. Or, I mean, this is written in the 1970s, right? Yeah. So they're assuming it's happening somewhere in their future, right? So they're expecting atomic war happening. Somewhere between the nineteen, like mid nineteen seventies to two thousand twelve. Well, if it was the nineteen seventies, when was the Cuban Missile Crisis? That was that probably was still fresh in everyone's mind. Uh, Cold War was up in the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, and well, in the nineteen seventies we had just had World War Two 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, and that that's the only time we've ever dropped a bombs on an in, enemy force. Yeah, was so yeah. Fucking rude. I mean, honestly, any a bombs as a weapon is mind boggling to it's, me. It's terrifying. Um. Uh, what's the What's the quote? Because we just saw it the other day, and because uh, we watched uh, Dominique and I watched uh, my fiance and I watched uh, Ex Machina finally. Oh! And they mentioned, uh, I, and now I am become death, death destroyer, destroyer of worlds. worlds. Oppenheimer. Yeah, it was quoted uh, when 
the uh, atomic bombs were first tested. Yes. Uh, so, did you know Alfred A. Uh, Nobel of the Nobel Peace Prize invented dynamite? And he funded the Nobel Peace Prize because he thought he didn't want the only thing... That he, he was known for. ...was to be the, the most powerful weapon in the world. Yep. And we've come a long way since dynamite. Yeah, we've come a long way. Um, another thing is our second fourth wall break occurs at the end of this issue. Yeah! Warning readers, uh, note for readers on Mercury, your delivery shuttle delayed by solar storm. So it's like, it's like they're talking to an alternate future timeline where they have colonies on Mercury who are reading... About of a, Earth. Of a different present timeline where it's dystopian. That's what I'm taking away from it. It's yeah. Like, in this timeline that <laughs> they're speaking to, it's like the future for them, but they're reading what the present for them. This is some fucking confusing oh, hurt my shit. Head. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't try too hard on that one. <laughs> but literally... It's it is doing the thing where it addresses a fictional audience. Yeah, it's addressing a fictional audience. I don't hate that. I, I think it's like, funny. It's tongue like in cheek. It. It's tongue in cheek. It's very it makes you feel like you're part of the part of the narrative in yeah, some weird way. Yeah, you're part of the narrative. You're part of the joke. You as a viewer are being let in on a joke. But the and weird I, thing I like is, it. the weird thing is, we have yet to mention space travel. We have not. We've gone to the stratosphere. This. Issue which and that's it. Yeah, that which was within Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, we have not mentioned traveling to other planets at all so far. No, so we don't know what there could be other colonies on other planets. At You're this right, point. there could be, but I don't know why we would still live here. Here, the other question is in a Kardashian city, if <laughs> there was a colony on a better planet. My question is, how advanced was technology before the atomic wars? Did did we have like? interplanetary travel to like Mars and stuff and, and colonization happening and now because of the wars we've regressed in technology now maybe they're trapped on the colonies or Whoa. has that happened since the atomic wars oh yeah have we colonized after the atomic wars yeah who fucking knows right it could be like the, the again Warhammer 40,000 thing with some of the first colony ships the seed ships and then there was a dark age of technology and they lost contact with them by the time humans went out from the Holy Mother Terra to find the colonies, they were so different. It was just like, just yeah. Was, they looked like humanity alone for so long. Like, well, we had, it was. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, last thing in this issue: death count. Thousands are confirmed dead by the uh, by the grand judge in the final panel. Uh, so the robot war has claimed thousands dead. Yeah, this is more dead than we've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, it's it's said I think early and earlier in the uh, robot wars. Thousands were confirmed dead by the eruption of the robot revolution, and it's confirmed again that thousands are confirmed dead by the grand judge in the final panel. Okay. So, the the robot war total, grand total, is in the thousands of deaths. Right. Not even tens of thousands. Just thousands. Now, I have heard from some, some synopsis of the Judge Dread comics that the, the death scales keep getting higher and higher. There's like a creeping power creep of like... Yeah, I've heard that there's a power More and more people keep dying. ...of increasing numbers. Yeah. From what I understand, that is to be true. Okay. Uh, I don't know how far... I haven't gotten to that, but we're going to see, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we're going to try and get to there, because we want to we see what's happening. We want to see what's We want to see the world slowly or instantly, like a, like a switch, shift from, from campy 1970s... Judge Dwed, Master Dwed, to... People recycling. Yeah. People recycling each other for food. Yeah, I would like... I am waiting for that moment... I'm not going to say I'm not enjoying what I'm reading, 
But I'm I'm enjoying it with the sense that I'm also waiting for the the switch yeah. for the gradual change. And and honestly, I think this this episode of our cyberpunk cast is the very beginning when we're starting to see hints of darker yeah. themes. I think that that one issue, issue thirteen, with a darker inking scale and Judge Dredge getting getting beat up and stuff and yeah. him not winning. I think that's like a hint, like a precursor, a foreshadow to the darkness that's soon, that's not soon, but eventually to come. Um, yeah, so that is the three issues, 13, 14, and 15 of the original Judge Dredd comics, Progs. Um, thank you to everyone who is commenting, liking, subscribing. We have subscribers! Yeah, that's more nuts! I can't believe we have never had a subscriber in my life. <laughs> From who, the bottom of my heart, thank you, everyone listening. Who isn't our mom? Thank you, mom. Anyways, I know you're not listening to this, mom. But still, my mom, I don't want my mom to. I said the fuck word. I know my parents don't listen to it either. But still, I don't want my, I don't want my mom to. It means the all the much more that we don't know you guys who She'll are like slap me? commenting and saying nice stuff. It really means a lot to us, and we really appreciate it. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. We just do this for ourselves to hang yeah. out, and we enjoy it a lot. Comment us, and we will we will talk <laughs> back to you, because our audience is so small at this point, we can. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, two of the biggest comments we've gotten are from Mr. Lay and Mark Lee uh, last week. And um, they, they're giving good, not only are they saying good things, they're giving good information. Yeah, they're, t- they're commenting about the history of Judge Dredd and 2000 AD as a, as a future shock documentary, and it's just really interesting stuff. Uh, check out their comments if you guys haven't. It's really cool, and I, we really appreciate everyone who contributes in any way to this weird thing that yeah, we're making. So. This, this is for us, and you guys are making it much better. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. This has been... Oh, no. Uh, my name is Andy. And I'm PK. And this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from the distant the present. present.